Okay, Perek Mem Hey. Vechein Timtza Mitzvah Harbe Shenemar Etzlam Vizacharte Ki Avid Haisa Beres Mitzrayim Arjus Teitze Lashita Mishpat Ger Yasom Vala Sirbol Beged Almana so you should not um, incline or make biased the judgment of a uh, convert. Or you think all these mitzvahs are connected to the pasuk of Kiev and The pasuk says that. It says, don't do this right. because you were never oh, in Mitzrayim. Okay, fine. Don't hold on to a uh, garment as a... Uh, uh, Mashkin, a collateral, a collateral uh, of a uh, widow. Again, because you should remember that you were never in the Mitzrayim. Again, another example: Kitivzer Karmacha Lo Solel. When you will gather in your vineyard, uh, the little, the non-formed um, clusters, you should not gather in. And again, you shall remember that you were an Evid in Mitzrayim. The Bureau Inyan Zeh Ki Me'acher Shashem Yisbora Chos Yosam Osecha Me'eret Mitzrayim Me'beis Avodim Hotsi Me'beis Avodim Hotsa Me'beis Avodim Mora Shenason lecha myla elokis kemo shehis bayit. So that is giving a person a divine aspect, a, a transcendent aspect. So then, uh, you know, be pulled out of physicality, out of the avdus, out of the humrius of Mitzrayim. So therefore, we call me. She ye shlo maila zos, Ruishi ye majgiach legir yasom almana. So then you should be concerned for the convert, the orphan, and the widow. Kines bayer, Burayus Buros, ki ain me shemos umarchik as a gear yasom almana. Which means to say, if a person is a living in a more, in, in a, you know, uh, what do they call it? It's a doggy dog world, right? I mean, uh, you know, out in the jungle, right? So whoever... You know, once you have a bunch of little cubs, if their father, you know, or mother gets mauled, gets killed, or whatever it is, then those cubs are pretty much dead meat, right? Because that's uh, whoever is the big guy around gets to eat all the little guys. So the the concept of gear yasom these are people that in a 
tough physical world where it depends on um, advantages, benefits, uh, fear, and, and, you know, strength, things like that. So they're they're, they're dead meat. Whereas in an, in an abstract world of justice and what's right and uh, um, you know um, morality, right? So then it makes no difference who the person is. Uh, uh, you you treat the same um, you know some really strong rich guy as you would you know uh, a, a quadruple amputee yosum. It's just, uh, it's just interesting to me the difference between the muster that the Maharal is providing here and the reality. Meaning, obviously, there's a lot of chesed in the Jewish world, but I don't go through my life thinking about how to give to the yasam and the almana, etc. Whereas it feels to me like uh, rogue organizations in the world focused on those issues are more secular in nature. That could just be just more secular people. Um. Okay. Two, I, I two, two things. I can't First, think of the last time in my life as a yid, I thought to myself, "Oh, there's a halacha that I need to be careful about." That yes, don't be Well, again, you're not. You're not. Uh, I think it doesn't even occur to us to like, um, you know, pervert judgment against against them, right? Like, uh, we would. We, uh, we would Correct. never expect that uh, you know the halacha would side. You know, the beisdin would. Would side with, uh, with with somebody over an almana because of that, or you know, because okay. she's because she's vulnerable, right? Uh, so, um, so I think that, that it's just Baruch uh, Hashem that we don't live in, in, in such a world, right? We, I mean, our our perspective is like, of course, we're going to be extra sensitive to a gear. I mean, we have that come up here in the call all the time. There's unbelievable how many gear there are nowadays. Uh, and, and you have to be sensitive to them. It's uh, not uh, not simple. They come from complex backgrounds. They, they don't, right? So uh, you know, not to not to sideline them, not to embarrass them. Um, yeah, but here we're just talking about more like uh, equal rights, first of all. Now the truth is that there's even more than that. I mean, there's a, even you know the Chesed does extend, you know to take care of the of the downtrodden. And whatever that is, um, that that's a separate point, right? But um, and the truth is that I think that you know the, what I've seen in the past is that almanos, you know, the community raises pretty serious money for, for them. You know, like uh, someone passes away, in, in a way that the family is left in a difficult situation, is pretty. You know, you're talking about like million dollars or whatever it is being raised for them. But uh, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about Lo sita mishpat. Do not pervert judgment of a gear of Amana. Don't hold on to collateral in a way that would make her life miserable of a of a of a uh, Amana, right? Um, you know, make sure to leave over the the things that you're not supposed to harvest from your field for the poor people to to be able to come and get. Uh, so this is, uh, in other words, what we would call what we would call justice, right? I mean, justice for all, not justice just for the rich or the people that can afford a good lawyer, but 
justice for all, to genuinely be equal in the eyes of the law. And that's, uh, that comes from uh, uh, treating people as people because they're people, not because of how much power they wield, you know, or physical power or financial power. Or so, so I see a from guy being a jerk to uh, an intern in a meeting, I should say. Is the Because he's only being a, a jerk to him. Because he's more not, powerful. Uh, you say, as opposed to somebody else who's more powerful. Yep. Yeah. I got that. Meaning the interns messed up the same way that people who are above him messed up? Yeah, whatever. You know, right. Right. Picking on, the, picking on the little guy. Right. Yeah, picking on the little guy. Yeah. Um... I was just talking to someone, and he mentioned he was about going to be meeting this person, and turns out this guy apparently, like, his father is like a, he, he said the word billionaire, I don't, know, I don't know if it means billionaire, or, but let's just say uh, someone very, very rich, right? So, he's going to try his hardest to not treat him any differently than, than he would treat anybody else. And I said to him, maybe, maybe do it the other way around. Maybe treat him the way that you were naturally going to treat him, and then try to treat everybody else like that as well. And try to recognize that we're all the sons of a, more than just a billionaire, right? What? That's, if we recognize the Salamul Kim and the other person, then we're, we're mashav, mashav them very much. Okay. Fine. So, um, yeah. It really is the Yeah. Okay. Um, again, Bali, Vigashim, physical people, right? The biggest chimpanzee gets to smack the other ones and take their bananas from them, right? So, so they love wealth and power. To push them away, to abuse them, to sideline them. That is not for us. Okay. So again, the morale taking this, he sold all that he explained to us before of what it means, Yisias Mitzrayim, what it means to be to have been taken out from the base of Adam, and now he's going through the different mitzvahs where it's mentioned because uh, Yisias Mitzrayim is not mentioned by all mitzvahs, obviously, it's only mentioned by very few mitzvahs. So why those mitzvahs? He's going through, showing us how those mitzvahs uniquely have to do with. The fact that we're no longer uh, physical like that. Next, oh, Ezra, excited about this one? Parshas Ribas. Yeah, the prohibition to charge interest. Siv, as Kaspacha lo sitein your money you shouldn't give with biting. Obumarbus, Lositain, 
achlacha, and for increase, you shouldn't give your food to someone. I say those are the those are the two prohibitions. Those are two flip sides of the same coin of ribas is neshech and marbas. And Yashem Alukacha, Asherot Seisi, Eschem, Eres Mitzrayim, Lazis Lacha, Eres Knan, Yos Lachem, Lelo Kim. So I took you out of Egypt to bring you into this land, to be your God. So I said, what's the difference between Neshech uh, and Marbus? It's been a while. Um... Just think about it like this. Nesha, I mean, oh, okay. the uh, Marbus is, Neshech is, don't we darken from that, that any, to, to, to it, is it Jew versus not? No. I need to go check that out. It's been a while. Okay. So. The Neshech is the Iker, correct? Well, for, for the, at least the way that the morale explains it is that Neshech is the damage that you cause to the one paying the interest. Okay. Whereas the marbus is the unrightful benefit that you gain from collecting interest. Okay. I mean, they're both bad, right? People think that interest right. uh, is, is, is the pain, marbus is the gain, that's correct. Is the, is the unjust gain, yeah. unjust gain for yourself, which right. is also bad. Besides the fact that you're damaging right. the other person. Right, right, right. Okay. The beer in kach, ki davar ze, mitaivus ha goof, the chemdas ha mamun, the concept of charging interest comes from a desire for money. And desire for money, of course, is, is a is a chemda. Is uh, something that is uh, generated by the body, the desire to to have more and more stuff. In Egypt, everything was about physicality. Everything was about, uh, you know, so you know, more more money, more more fi- financial. Uh, uh, desire for more and more. Ki Mitzrayim, commotion is by Pamim Harbe, Shendekro Humrim, they are the embodiment of physicality. Shenemar Basar Humrim Basaram, their flesh is the flesh of donkeys. Ashem Hachumrius Shabahem. I would have liked for that to be a Vav with that. You guys don't have a Vav, do you? Hachumri us. Your vav? Humris. Shabahem. Losses lachem eretz knan eretz kedosha elokis. So taking you out to a holy place, to a special place, a transcendent place. Lios lachem lelokim. Gashem shani kadosh. Kachatem kedoshim. I'm holy and you're holy. I'm transcendent, you're transcendent. The call Kaddish who? Parush. Kaddish means to be separate, to be transcendent. (coughs) 
the Kaddosh, Michandos, Haguf, so you are separate from this ruthless, obsessive desire for more physicality, Shu'avas Hamamun, desire for love of money, Hu, Chemdas Haguf, it's a desire for physicality. So you give a loan, and the person holds on to you, know, it's supposed to be a six month loan, and there being a three year loan, right? Okay. Yeah, how much interest you could have made, how much you could have made in the stock market, okay, whatever, the person needed the money. So, what, what, what are you going to do? Yeah? Rabbi Hussein Uzal, Pirshu Ki, Lekach Nehmar, Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, Eitzel Rivas, Ani Hashem, Shehav Chanti, Bein Tipa, Shel Bachor, Le Tipa, Sheine Shel Bachor. I, Hashem have demonstrated to you that I can tell the difference between things that no person can know in the most, most secret of secrets of secret places. Means an Egyptian woman was with her husband and then afterwards with who knows how many other people, right? And then she had a baby. So that is what's happening inside that womb, which, which Zara was that impregnated her is unknown to anyone. It's in the most secretive places, base of storm. And yet, Hashem is able to discern and kill the firstborn. And Hashem shasid lahavchin es hamalve maosav beribis vomer shem shel goy. So there are people, you guys think you're going to be able to do tricks and you're going to be able to, you know, do things off the books and charge with other interest. I, I can certainly figure out who did that. So seemingly here, the Midrash is giving a very different reason, not like the morale, right? The morale wants that every time there's a mention of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, it's what? It's, it's to tell us that we are not physical. Now, the Midrash, in other words, the Gemara and Balmetsiyah, is saying that, no, it's that because, you, lest you think that you can sneak one under the table and really charge your fellow interest, but just make it seem to other people like it's not interest, but Hashem will know. So that is a little bit of a kasha. You hear that? I don't hear the question. If we want to say that the reason why it's Yitzhak Mitzrayim <coughs> is mentioned by Tfilm, by Shabbos, by not providing the judgment of uh, the weak, by leaving over the unformed cl clusters of grapes, the non-clustered grapes, all have a string, all have a Tzadoshava be named. They all have a reason why Yitzhak Mitzrayim is mentioned with them, because they all have to do with being not, not physical people, being transcendent people. Okay. So then, now Ribus also has Yitzhak Mitzrayim mentioned with them. So if it's like the morale explained, 
that is because we shouldn't be physical, we shouldn't be constantly desiring more and more money, then that would be consistent. But if, like the Gemara says, it actually has to do with the fact that people uh, can, you know, financial dealings, nobody else knows exactly what's going on. You tell the guy, you're, oh yeah, I'm just passing on this loan from this guy. He doesn't know any better. The community doesn't know any better. Nobody knows any better. Meantime, you're profiting the interests, right? So that, so in other words, Hashem was just saying, hey, wait, wait, I know stuff. I know everything is going on, right? Sounds like a very different um, reason to mention um, Yisias Mitzrayim. And of course, we don't want Yisias Mitzrayim being mentioned with mitzvahs. It's going to be a hodgepodge of 20 different things. Oh, I'm the only one that took you out of Egypt, so you know that I can do miracles. I'm the one that took you out of Egypt, so, um, so you know that I, that I know secret things. I'm the one that took you out of Egypt, so you owe me, and you should be nice to one another. That would be, if we're going to start, like, basically you know, using Egypt for every single lesson that could be learned from Egypt, then probably to a certain extent it could be tied into more or less every mitzvah. Right? I'm the one who took you out of Egypt, so you owe me to serve me, bring carbonos to me, I took you out of Egypt. And we don't have that by every single mitzvah it's mentioned, of course, right? So the moral is trying to drive a, a single line over here, right? And this Gemara Bometziah seems to use Yitzhak Mitzrayim for a different uh, purpose. Yes, sir. Exactly. I want to hear the end of the idea. Okay. Great. Thank you. Um, Gamkein. No, no, no. It actually is consistent with the principle we've been using. I know it doesn't sound like it, but it actually is. Right? And it's because Kalal Israel have a divine, transcendent, aspect to ourselves from having been taken out of Egypt. That's what the Gemara Pomacia means. You're saying, what? How did, in the world do I read that back into the Gemara? Okay. Lefikach, Amar, Ani, Shevchanti, Bein, Tipa, Shel, Bechor, Letipa, Shena, Shel, Bechor. Kloimar, Sheyisrael, Yotsu, Mimitzrayim, Bimadrega, Elokis, Lo, Alpi, Hatava. So the where things are all organized perfectly according to each thing uh, on its um, its proper box, its proper place. If each each concept is put into categorized perfectly, just right. Yeah, that's that's a that's a conceptual world, right? Meaning, uh, in a in a computer program, right? Are you the local computer programming representative? That you accept that responsibility? My dad's not here. Okay. Perfect. So, so within that, right? You can't just tell the computer, listen, just uh, just take care of like all these different things, and whenever things come up, you know, make sure to address it correctly. Right? Like you can to an intern. 
That's like a dolan. The exact instruction is exactly that. You, you need everything has to be categorized into its proper place. It will not. It's not going to know what to do if it's, this has to be here. This is the if if then commands etc. Right. So so that's an abstract. That's an abstract. Right. So so us leaving Mitzrayim, how categorized was everything? Everything was so categorized that even the distinction between you know, different different drops of, of, of Zera, right, was was made. It was all exactly everything was tagged, everything was labeled, right? Exactly right. So the point is not to tell you that uh, you should know. God knows, right? You don't need to call on to Egypt for that. Like God knows, he's God. He knows, but he's God. Right? Like we don't need like a proof from Egypt, you should know that. Look, look, I showed you. I can, I can tell. You understand? Yeah, I disagree with that. Why? Uh, we all. We, I mean, is it this? Is, I guess I have a clarifying question first. Is this particular to the um? Meaning, he didn't have to go to... Omniscience. Okay, fine. Because the omnipotence of God's Hashem, describing in detail the last now, several years. Um, so you know what? That's a proof to us. It's a demonstration of all the very amazing, powerful things Hashem can do. Really? Right? You think the fact that he's doing... The, 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 the markers correspond to the Aseris Memorium that... He's the creator of the world, that type of stuff. If I'm, if I'm a year in the crime and I see all these things happening, I'm like, wow, I didn't realize this before. But Hashem is pretty powerful. But pretty powerful or the creator of the world? I don't think the point is like, wow, look at me. I can like bend iron rods. This is like, see, I can, you know, like chew up titanium or whatever. Like, that's not the point, is like, watch. Watch me, right? That, if that's the case, then the ten markers are kind of interesting, like frogs and, you know, <laughs> like, oh, I'm so mighty. Watch me send a whole bunch of frogs to like make really loud noise. That's what you've been learning for the last four years, five years with me. Uh, I. <laughs> it's entitled to Buru Hashem, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's that. Also, oh, you saying that's that's what you took. Not not what we've been learning for the last uh, isn't this all six years or so. Isn't uh, okay. isn't but all but just the title of the book itself. Isn't all this just demonstration of all these and all these different demonstrations that you made other again, Perhaps, but again, if that was to be the case, yeah. right? That every single time that Hashem says anything, he's like, by the way, remember, I'm really strong. Remember back in Egypt. I'm really strong, okay? Like, that, that's not something that Hashem is reminding us about. That he's really strong. He, if you want to say that he... He's he, like quintessentially strong. He's the creator of the... He's the creator of the world. That's a different, that's a qualitatively different thing. It's not just, <laughs> not just strong. So we're, we're, we're saying that we are, we are ex, ex, we're expounding on that. In fact, he's created the world. And, and therefore, look at all the mighty things he can do. Correct? No. It's, 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 therefore, the therefore, the last five years? 
kind of. Well, I, I don't think that's what you've been thinking for the last five years. But I think the point is that, again, just the morale is saying over here like this. He's saying that Hashem doesn't need to, um, being that it is God talking, right? Being that it is God talking, he doesn't need to prove that he knows stuff. That's what the moral is saying. Rather, now again, I grant you that that's what the Gemara does sound like at face value. But the moral thinks that that is too simple, too posh. Hashem doesn't need to prove that. Okay? Rather, what it's, what it's coming to say is that you guys left in a state of perfect categorization where everything was clear. And since that was the form of your Yitzhiyah, therefore that's the form, that is going to be the way that I'm going to conduct myself with you. I mean, you guys are capable of, of living uh, in, a, in accordance with absolute clear distinctions. So the same way that the, during the Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim, I made absolutely clear distinctions. So too, when it comes to you watching you and supervising you, it's also going to be all absolutely clear distinctions. It's not going to be what's known, what's, what's kind of um, recognized in the world, or you know, kind of how things tend to operate out there. No, it's going to be absolutely true and clear. If, if, if you're charging ribbons, even if you found some sort of a way to do it that's not noticeable or whatever, if, there, if, if in truth that is what's happening, then, then that, there's going to be consequences for that. Like when Ritor says a nation will okay, Rashi says it's the point not because you might think you could get away with it, like it's something that only your intention. Like there's many times Hashem, that's the thing Rashi says because you think, well, nobody will know. So Hashem is reminded, you don't worry, I, I, don't, don't forget, I'm still running the world, I'll, I'll know. So the Maros mm-hmm. is telling Lafuki that. Like that that's, has to do with the case that you're thinking of. Is talking about intention or, or where you're actually doing something wrong but you're doing it in, in, in secret? So the cases I'm thinking of are just in your mind. The mm-hmm. question of in your mind. Maybe I can be different. I don't know. But uh, we are going to talk about also false weights, right? Or maybe that's all. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the case. Um, but. Um, he puts weights in sand, right? That was the Rashi, the example. The what? Because there's weights in sand, so then they weigh more. Right. So all that type of stuff, which is actually cheating. It's not just in your mind. That's actual cheating. Right, right, okay. Right. So, listen, I'm, I'm perfectly open to the fact that Rashi would interpret this Gemara and, and the thing with the weights and all that, you know, the way that we read it initially. The morale saying, no, that is not what Chazal mean. Right? If that were to be the case, we would need Hashem pulling out his you know, muscle pictures, right, at every single mitzvah, like, bring me carbonos, because you know how strong I am, right, I saw what I did to those Egyptians, right, and, but that's not the case, we don't see, we have Taryag mitzvahs, and we have maybe, I don't know, 10 mitzvahs or so, that Yitzhak is mentioned by, so, the morale wants to say that it's only when we're, we're being warned about not being overly physical and and to behave in a spiritual way. Because 
and then I should have reminded us that I categorize everything properly. Okay, so, so yeah, see, uh, yeah, kind of. Let me, let me, let me restate that. Not about what I can do. We always knew Hashem could do anything. The question is, who are you? Hashem always conducts himself commensurate to who it is that he's conducting himself with. The question is, who are Klaus? Again, don't lose sight of the fact the morale wants that every single time when Torah tells us, you should remember after a mitzvah. Do this mitzvah because you should remember that I took you out of Egypt. Okay? That's going to be cold word for... Yeah. Yeah. You are spiritual, right? That's going to be cold word for because you're spiritual. Okay? So now, how does... What is Hashem's distinguishing between the who is the son of the Bechor and you know, whose son is this is this uh, child that's going to get killed in Egypt, right? See, Bechor is not a Bechor. How does that, what does that have to do with the fact that we are spiritual? Answer. The Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim that we experience two, could have been, one could talk about leaving Egypt in one of two ways. Um, I think they recently had, had a, um, a movie, um, something like Moses, the Prince of Egypt or something, I don't know. The point is, he's like basically like this powerful general and he has like this army that he brings with him from, from Midian. I don't know, I didn't see the movie, but uh, that's... Uh, uh, the point is there's like war between him and, and, and the Paro and of course he uses like a little bit of extra sauce like you know, some, some magic stuff but, but fundamentally there's like swords and horses and you know like a, yeah like you know what, what the you know, gladiator or you know, Braveheart or whatever so this is just the Jewish version of it right okay what? Sounds worth it. No, but the point is, so that is a Yitzhia in, in, a, in, in a physical way. Even if, you know, God helped them out a lot. Right? They, they had tremendous, uh, miraculous assistance. That's not at all, even in the slightest little bit, what the Torah tells us happened. Right? We were past the spectators. Right. And, and so the point is that Yitzhia's Mitzrayim wasn't a physical thing where just kind of like, you know, the things happened and there were certain political wins and there was, uh, you know, other countries involved or whatever, like, like the type of things that usually happen. It was Hashem taking us out to the point that there was distinctions being made the way, you know, to the, down to the molecular level. Down to the right, to, so so that type of a of a distinction between the tzipah of a bechor and not the bechor, right? It was happening. That tells you about the yitzias mitzrayim. That's megala and the yitzias mitzrayim. The yitzias mitzrayim was a yitzia in a non-physical way. It was a spiritual yitzia, and therefore you are not physical beings. You're not shakua and gashmis. You're, you're really people who are now transcendent. Since the Yitzhiya was something that was done to such a exactitude that the boss of Adam could never do. Until then we were physical? And this, this now separated us? Yeah. 
Of course, we had, we had a certain koach, um, we had a potential that we had inherited from, from, from the Avos HaKadoshim, right? But the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim changed us, changed us spiritually. We're different now, right? And so the Yitzhiyah here is being shown to bring a Yitzhiyah of tremendous exactitude. That speaks to the fact that the Yitzhiyah is a Yitzhiyah on a spiritual level. It's, it's, it was, it was, it was a... You know, in concept, you can distinguish between everything conceptually. Physically, it can get a little bit difficult, practically, right? So this was it was it was a bechina of 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 seichel, and and therefore you're always going to be judged in that way. If you if you do any you know under the table backhanded stuff, it's not going to be what can people really tell you know you know. With the IRS, right? So, the IRS. so, so yeah. As long as you structure it in a way that that it's uh, it could be explained, uh, you know, as uh, as being okay and, and whatever, then then that's fine. If they only expect the, the the government only expects that it shouldn't be anything that's clearly you know, not correct or right? text. Uh, Version evasion is tax evasion is illegal. Tax avoidance is Okay, uh, so but so here we're being told uh, don't play shtick with ribbons. because it's not it's not a point that there's a way to explain it that uh, that you could do with the IRS. With ribbons, the point is that what's happening in the abstract level that is. What you're going to be judged on? Okay. He knows, of course, he knows everything. We've known the whole time. Hashem knows everything. The question is, how is he going to judge you in accordance to what rubric, what criteria does he use to judge you? And the answer is he's going to use that type of a rubric, like like he uses you know, judging angels, as opposed to a, a rubric that one would use to judge physical um, beings. Since your since your whole existence exactly since your whole existence is it's with clarity it's with absolute exactitude to distinguish between two two sperms that you you can't even see under on, under a micro uh, I don't know I don't know what kind of power microscope you need to be able to see uh, a sperm right but it's uh, we'll be able to identify where it came from what we'll be able to identify where it came from that's right right you need yeah, it's 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 uh, so is that like real, real, real precision microscope? Right? Well, I can't imagine that any microscope is going to. Then you read DNA, right? What? You have to read the DNA. You have to go to the DNA. Right. Okay, but uh, by the time you do that, you've killed you've killed the fetus, so it's a bit too late for that. I mean, if the baby was, if you manage to get in there and take out his DNA and read it, <laughs> then then no baby came out of that one. Yeah. Okay. So the kids are in in a, in a way that is 
that is uh, not that there is uh, absolutely uh, true, absolute exactitude. That's that, that's the way that you're going to be judged as well. So let's read that. Umipnei sheyatsu Yisrael b'mayla ha'elyona ba havcha ba havchanas kol davar kein inyane baser lo umavchina kol because um, it does not have aspects of physicality and therefore it is perfectly discernible. It is absolutely distinct. Everything is categorized. So too, someone who makes a, uh, you know, some sort of a, a deceptive thing that it looks like this, but, but really it's not like that, it'll also be discerned. Shaharei, Hamalva Baribas, Chota B'Yisiyas Mitzrayim, Kemosh Yisbaya Lamala, Ve'alav Yisborach, Ha'havchona Sh'yavchin Ha'kol, Kemosh Yisbaya Mitzrayim. Since you are, you are, now he's kind of double dipping a little bit, saying number one, you're being physical, like I explained earlier, by having a, a chemdos moment of a desire for money to the point that you're looking to you know, squeeze out every interest from your fellow. And second of all, that Hashem is going to be judging with, with such exactitude because that's what's expected of you because you left uh, Egyptian slavery, therefore you're going to be punished for that. Let's uh, stop here.